the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. California's confirmed coronavirus cases have topped 409,000. That surpasses New York for most in the nation. Johns Hopkins University data show that California now has about 1,200 more cases than New York. However, New York's 72,302 deaths are by far the highest total in the country and nine times more than California's tally. China says the U.S. has ordered it to close its consulate in Houston in what one official called an outrageous and unjustified move that will sabotage China-U.S. relations. Correspondent Charles de la Desma reports. A foreign ministry spokesman has condemned the move, which comes as tensions rise between the world's two largest economies. At a daily news conference, he warned of firm countermeasures if the U.S. does not reverse its decision. There was no immediate confirmation or explanation from the U.S. side. Meanwhile, media reports in Houston say authorities had responded to reports of a fire at the consulate, with the Houston Chronicle reporting witnesses saying people had been burning paper in what appeared to be trash cans. I'm Charles de Ledesma. Also at townhall.com, U.S. Geological Survey geophysicist Robert Sanders says a 7.8 earthquake has struck the Alaska Peninsula. This is a relatively common type of earthquake for this area. It is in the subduction plate that stretches along the Aleutian Island chain and the southern coast of Alaska. Um, And back in 1938, there was a magnitude 8.3 nearby this nearby the epicenter of this location as well. The quake centered in waters 65 miles south-southeast of Perryville, Alaska, at a depth of 17 miles. On Wall Street, stocks have turned higher. The Dow is ahead 64 points. The Nasdaq is up 6. More on these stories at townhall.com. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Stock market, have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the impact of coronavirus and the upcoming election, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text the word money to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text the word money to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and Better protect yourself from sudden downturns. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to stay or when to get out. Text money to 411-411 and we'll send you a link to our free demo. Text money to 411-411 so you can better protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Don't wait. Text the word money to 411-411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. Ringing liberty and truth. It's Freedom 1570. Humbly Michaels. For today, partly cloudy skies, upper 70s. Around 60 tonight, sunshine, low 80s for your Thursday. Upper 80s Friday, should see some 90s. 
by the weekend. You can listen to us anytime, anywhere. Download the Freedom 1570 mobile app for your smartphone. Perfect for listening to programs like Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black coming up next year on Freedom 1570. Hey there, Twin Cities. This is Amanda and Rob from Eye on the Target Radio. Join us every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 for your home for everything Second Amendment on Eye on the Target Radio. Yeah, I can trust you to at least know the name of our show. <laughs> yeah, some of that is a little bit tricky. We are here on Freedom 1570 Tune In. Live every Sunday evening from 4 to 6 on Freedom 1570. Ringing liberty and truth. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour at freedom1570.com. That's freedom1570.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to tell you to pick a team. Pick a team. That is today's topic, because let's be honest, no man is an island, a rock unto himself. We are all part of a larger continent. We are all created for relationships. I mean, I'm a man of God first and foremost. Everything else is secondary. But why were we even created? Why do you have pets? Why do you have dogs? Or why do you have cats? Or why do you have a snake or a hamster or a gerbil? Why do you have this thing that requires your attention, that requires you to take care of it, that requires you to pay money? That requ- why do we have kids? <laughs> right? For relationships. No man is an island, a rock unto himself. I remember uh, we were doing something in the class, and uh, uh, I don't remember what it was, but uh, people were sharing and talking, and uh, I heard someone, you know, was kind of mumbling a little bit. I heard this, no man is an island. What? No man is an island. What are you saying? And what he's saying is no man is an island, no man is an island. That's what it means. No man is an island and rocking to himself. In other words, we all need, I always feel like breaking out a song with Barbara Streisand, people, people who need people, right? 
are the luckiest people, right? John's saying, dude, don't sing. I got music. Dude, you don't need to sing. That's okay. I'm making a point, right? So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about teamwork. And whether you play sports or not, whether you have a job or not, we will find ourselves on teams in this world. And teamwork is crucial in our lives. Our families, our uh, social network, our churches, our organization are all teams. And knowing how to work with other people and how to be a good team member uh, is an important skill uh, so that we can all just get along. Remember the uh, Rodney King way back in the riots in L.A.? You know, resisting arrest, running on the run, and then, boy, a lot of heartache, a lot of heartache for a lot of people. And again, uh, the way Rodney King was treated, I think, was poor. I mean, uh, I think there is police abuse. I think there is times. And why is that? Because hurting people hurt people. Because we're all flawed and we all fall short of the glory of God. Because absolute power corrupts absolutely. Uh, again, they these are just basic human truths. Uh, and, and that's why, you know, I talk all the time about Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell's book, you know, uh, what is it, Conflict of Visions. And what he does is he breaks it down to two teams. The visions, if you consider a vision as like a team, you have the constrained vision or the constrained team, and you have the unconstrained vision or the unconstrained team. They're two totally different teams, and they look at the situation, and they see it totally different. It's no different than enemies on a battlefield. You you can take the, the issue of Iran, and you look at our enemy, Russia, and you look at us. And we see what's going on with Iran, even though we're all looking at the same things, and they see it as okay, and we see it as bad. Again, look at China. Look at us with this coronavirus. I believe, without a doubt, uh, that China hid this, covered it up, and I, I, I believe there's malicious intent there. I mean, look, the Chinese now know how to destroy America, just release a little virus, a little bug. And then the, the power elite will shut everything down, will destroy the economy, will be infighting and all that. And Russia and China can do whatever they want. Our enemies got to be laughing it up, just hucking it up. Uh, because, wow, look how easily America goes to their knees. Look how easy we can shut down the largest economy in the world, just blow a little air on them. Just blow a little air on them. Send a little disinformation to turn black people against white people and white people against black people and, and people against the police. And, oh, my gosh, they they got to be sitting there with popcorn, right? they got to be sitting there with popcorn. They probably, they're sitting there talking to each other. Man, can you believe this? This is way better than we planned. And we we got to understand teams. And why does it matter? Because people are watching. People are watching. See, there are leaders and followers. There are leaders and managers. And if you consider a team, a team consists of uh, leaders and followers. And I don't mean followers is a bad word. Please don't hear that. Without followers, there would be no leaders, right? You got to get this. You know, you can't be a team by yourself, right? And so there's a leader-follower response grid. You know, you have active and inactive. And this is really what you got to decide. Leader and follower are not the bad words. Active is not a bad word. The bad word is inactive. So the leader-follower response grid, there's basically four quadrants, if you will. Two on each side. There's active, inactive. There's leader and follower. So the active leader sees an opportunity, chooses to respond by leading. An active follower sees an opportunity, chooses to respond by following and offering support to the leader. An inactive leader 
sees an opportunity, chooses not to respond. An inactive follower sees an opportunity, chooses not to respond, contribute, or follow. In other words, let me just alone on my little island. You do your thing. The world can burn around me. I'm just going to stay in my own little bubble. That doesn't work. It's not real. It doesn't exist. Uh, you can do all the smoking of pot or the popping of pills or the drink of alcohol you want, and it might make it feel better at the moment, but it doesn't change the reality is no man is an island, a rock unto himself. We're all part of a system, and when you alter one part of the system, the entire system is altered. Look at America today. How did America go from the 1980s, which I believe are the highlights as we look back of our history, uh, to, to where we are today in 40 years? This country looks nothing like the America in 1980s. And some of you might say, well, that's good. Well, I might, I'd say there might be some good pieces. But I don't think overall, I don't think we're any better today than we were 40 years ago. We might be a little different in our thinking. We might be a little bit different in how we treat certain groups of people or whatever, a little bit better or a little bit worse. But uh, uh, better? Boy, that's, uh, that's an open discussion by itself, right? And today we're going to talk about teamwork. And it matters on how you play because people are fo- watching. And I don't just mean people in the stands. I mean the little people. That's why I love this saying. A careful man I want to be, a little fellow follows me. I do not dare to go astray for fear, for fear he'll go the self-same way. I cannot once escape his eyes. Whatever he sees me do, he tries. Like me, he says he's going to be the little chap that follows me. He thinks I am good and fine, believes in every word of mine. The base in me, he must not see the little chap who follows me. I must remember as I go through summer sun and winter snow, I am building for the years to be that little chap who follows me. Now, I was given that by Jim Herrick, uh, championship coach. Uh, and who gave it to Jim Herrick was Coach Wooden. You know the coach. Coach Wooden. Matter of fact, on my note here, I have the original of this was presented to me. This was from um, uh, Jim Herrick. He put this quote there. The original of this was presented to me in 1936 upon the birth of my son and has been kept nearby. I'm sorry, that was John Wooden's quote. Sorry, John Wooden told Jim Herrick that. The original of this was presented to John Wooden in 1936 upon the birth of his son and has been kept nearby since then. And John gave it to his protege, Jim Herrick. If you don't know, outside of Wooden, Jim Herrick was the only other UCLA coach to ever win a national championship. I think Wooden won 11 uh, and I think Herrick won one, and no other UCLA coach. Incredible storied history, uh, because both of those men knew how important leadership was. Both of those men knew what it meant to be a part of a team. And sometimes a team, you step up and you lead, but sometimes as a team, you have to learn to follow. And if you're going to follow, you might want to be following someone that's going somewhere. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about pick a team. We'll be back in three minutes. He's got tremendous moxie for his size. stimulus and the response there is a space and in that space is your power your freedom dr victor frankel 
In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Wherever there's a need in the Twin Cities, you'll find the Salvation Army. And the need is especially great at the moment as we stand amidst a global pandemic. Medical bills and entire industries out of work for months collide with hungry families and long-standing issues of addiction and poverty. The need may be greater than ever, but so is the Salvation Army's response. Over the next week on this station, you'll hear stories of lives changed and how you can help. Keep an eye on our website and social media pages for details on the Here to Help campaign, supported by Frau and Shoe Commercial Real Estate. Get an $8,025 high-efficiency gas furnace for just $4,012 through this special offer from Blue Ox Heating and Air in this station. There's just one half-price furnace. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, then Half-Price Offers, or call the station now. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. That is good. That is good. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, where our job is to get you off the tree of woe. <laughs> Because we're like, whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boy, it is getting weird out there. And if you don't know what's going on, there's a separation going on. There's a separation. There's a part of the Bible uh, where Jesus talks about the end days, that many will come up to him and he'll start separating. He calls it, he says, the sheep and the goats. He calls them sheep and goats. Uh, and he says he'll put one on the right, which is the sheep, and one on the left, 
which is the goat. So he's even telling us, even God's telling us, that there's going to be two groups of people. Those that chose to love him, and he says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you to do? So it's people that follow him, people that want to honor him. And then the other group are the people that have government as their God. The people that want to be their God. The people that uh, are holier than thou. They're evolved. That they're, they progress to a new state of learning and being. And then they can lord over everybody else who's not as uppity, who's not as knowledgeable, who's not as woke, they call it today. And so... Yeah, I pity the fool too, Mr. T, because, man, it, you know, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, we actually used to play real sports. You know, dodgeball. I mean, you can't play dodgeball anymore. Um, uh, we can't call it smear the – we can't do that anymore. I better not say that. There's a, a game. I'm not sure what you call it, but it was dodgeball. Uh, you know dodgeball. Matter of fact, let's, uh, let's go ahead and play uh, clip number two for him. You're going to learn to be true dodgeballers. Then you've got to learn the five D's of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. If you master the five D's, no amount of balls on earth can hit you. Quibbing, go ahead. Me or... Yeah, um, shouldn't we, like, learn by dodging balls that are thrown at us, or...? That's what this sack of wrenches is for. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? <laughs> you know, you can't get more uh, philosophical than that, right? If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I think I'll get that on a T-shirt or a bumper sticker. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Uh, and, you know, uh, it, depending on which team you pick, uh, you're going to have things thrown at you. Some, one team, you're going to be have balls thrown at you because, you know, the people on the right seem to be not as mean and nasty. But, boy, if you're on the wrong team, uh, you're going to have wrenches coming at you. You're going to have knives coming at you. You're going to have rocks coming at you. Yeah, it's going to be unrelenting. So, uh, you got to pick a team. You know, um, I was always one of the last ones picked. You know, short, white, fat, dumpy, white kid, you know, uh, uh, you know, I was in high school. I was a late bloomer. In high school, uh, I played football, uh, and I was the third string because I was offensive guard. I was guard. Right now, I'm five seven. I'm carrying a lot of extra weight, so I'm probably about two thirty if I'm lucky. Uh, but in high school, I was probably still about five six and uh, probably one hundred seventy five pounds. And so, the only time black got to play is when the game was over. Or there was no way we could lose. So usually uh, the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter was black time. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't hammer time. It was black time. And, and about at the two-minute warning right before, I'd stand right next to Coach. Coach, Coach, can I go in now? Well, sit down, Black, not yet. And then I'd come up after the next play. Coach, Coach, can I go in now? No, Black, sit down. Sh- just no, no. And then come up. And after a while, you get annoyed. And with the last play of the game or maybe two plays left and there's nothing that's going to affect the outcome, he'd go, go ahead, Black, go in. And you know what I'd do? I'd jump off sides. <laughs> and I'll never forget, Coach Wise told me, I'll never forget this. This is probably the greatest lesson I ever learned from not playing high school football as I was on the team. I just want you to get this, not playing high school football, but I was on the team, uh, was that if you're going to make a mistake, make it going full out. I'll, I'll never forget Weiss telling me that. 
He said, you know, Black, first of all, you're an offensive lineman. So the only time your name ever gets called is when you screw up. That's it. No one will ever know if you do your job well. No one will even know you. And he so says, so if you're going to go out there and you're going to jump offside, cost us yardage, get your name called in the negative, then you better knock that SOB on the other side on his butt. Cool. I'll never forget that. Yeah. In other words, he said, if you're going to play big and I play big, because people are watching, and if you're going to screw up, they're going to notice. So you might as well screw up big. So, boy, if I'm going to jump off sides, I'm going to make sure I knock that SOB. You know, this is what's so cool about my producer, John. John and I don't don't talk a lot in between shows, but he's playing Wild World of Sports right there. And why does that matter? Because yesterday I was talking to my wife about Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell, the mouth. Man, but he was the, I told her, because she's 20 years younger than me, that you, she knows who John Madden is. I said he was the original John Madden. He was John Madden when John Madden, didn't, nobody knew him. He was a Raiders coach, I think, at that time. But you got to know this, John, Howard Cosell was at the height of his game. In 1983, he was done. He was fired. And if you don't know why, for racism. Because he, good intention, said some statements about the genetics of black people that offended some people. And Howard Cosell, in 1983, we're talking 37 years ago, lost millions of dollars, was removed from his position, became an outcast because he said some things about people of color that were um, people found racist. So... The people that say, you know, America's this racist, terrible country uh, and uh, racism systematic, then how does a white guy 40 years ago, 40 years ago, multimillionaire, the voice of the most famous sports casting in the world, I mean, if you listen to any Muhammad Ali fight boxing clip, you're going to hear Howard Cosell's voice because he called everything that was big. It was the, it was the mouse job to call it all. And look, he lost his job before the woke movement. He lost his job. He was outed on social media, and we had no social media. (laughs) That's how appalled America was 40 years ago that Howard Cosell, a famous white guy who had lots of black friends. I don't believe Howard Cosell was a racist. I think he saw patterns, uh, and he said things that were politically not proper, and it cost him a lot. And so, again, I could go through thing after thing after thing, but I, I remember the shows about inspiration, education, application. And education being not the learning of facts, but the training of the mind to think. And two things I've learned when I'm debating. I've taken a lot of debate classes, and I share my opinion, and I logically want to get to from point A to point B. It's two things. Number one, whenever you're starting a discussion or debate, two things. Number one, never start on the basis of a lie. When someone puts a presupposition out there, a point of interest, a point, talking point, uh, if it is not the truth, you don't go any further. You cannot move forward uh, based on a lie. You've got to establish a truthful statement where you can have a common denominator, where you can have a starting point. And secondly, challenge the words. You've got to know that words have meaning. And when you change the meaning of the word, you change the entire discussion. And so you need to make sure that words are properly defined. I talk about this all the time. 
that words can have many uses, many different meanings. You know, the word set is the most defined word in the English dictionary. S-E-T has over 400 variations. Yep, that's what I said, 400. Yep. Love, you know, there's a lot of different words for love. A friend of mine who's Brazilian uh, says amore. I think it's amore, I think it is. Uh, He says uh, that you only use that for people. You know, in America we talk about I love chocolate pudding. I love the Cowboys. I love John. Uh, I love listening to Freedom 1570. Uh, I love the springtime, right? I love God. I love Jesus. I love my kids. Notice all those different levels, different hierarchies, but I keep using the same word. It's like, you know, I've heard certain tribes of Eskimos have over 100 words for snow, depending on the density, the thickness, the coldness, the size, uh, the constancy, whatever it is. But yet, we say snow. And trust me, I grew up in Vegas, and every once in a while on a blue moon. But I guarantee you, if it's December, and I'm talking to my friend in Buffalo, New York, and I'm in Las Vegas, and I tell him it's snowing, I guarantee you, when he looks out his window and he says it's snowing, it's a much different word than what I'm using when I'm in Las Vegas and seeing snowflakes come down. And that's why we want to talk about teams, because what's happening, whether you like it or not, just like God said, is keep it simple, soldier. There are forming two teams out there, two teams. And you've got, you're on one of the other two teams. And when I was young, my point was I was never selected. I was one of the last people selected. You know, early on, you know, when you, you had two leaders of a team and they start picking people, you know, the good people would raise their hand, hey, Bobby, pick me, and then Bobby would pick him. Well, I didn't say Bobby picked me because no one would pick me. I was one of the last people picked. And I basically got what other, uh, I became what other people didn't want to the other team. And ladies and gentlemen, life, it's the same way. You either got to pick a team or you become part of a team that you might not have chosen. But now you're on that team because you've worked yourself out of being on the other team. And it's important which team you're on because that team's going to dictate how you speak, how you think. That dick team is going to dictate your actions, the way you dress, the way you interact with people. And why does that matter? Because there's little eyes watching. There's little ears. Remember, leadership is a loop. It's permission, it's example, and it's culture. And you give people permission through your actions. So choose well. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at Mr.Black at LikeItMatters.net. Building a better you today. LikeItMatters.net. 
helping people live their lives like they matter. That's Mr. Dot Black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Hi, this is Lee. And Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We've just been reflecting recently on the unchanging nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've also been reflecting on the fact that we tend to make changes in our business every year, whether it's in equipment or whether it's personnel or even our understanding of how things work in our industry. We're constantly changing and hopefully getting better and better and better all the time. But it's so comforting when you're thinking about these things to remember that the Lord Jesus and his message, the gospel, and the result of believing in the gospel are unchanging. At the Kingdom Builders, we're constantly making changes to serve you better, but there's one thing that doesn't change, that we're centered on the foundation of the Lord Jesus. So if you'd like an honest assessment on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. This is Scott Black of Lankett Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. That's what we're doing. We're sitting down having a fireside chat like Reagan used to talk about. We're just communicating a little bit. That's all we're doing because we need to talk this through because this is a safe place. And we challenge, we challenge our thinking, we challenge uh, illogicality, we challenge the lies of the world. And today we're talking about teams, and it's getting to the point where you got to pick a team. There's only two teams. you got to get this. There's only two teams. That's it. Keep it simple, soldier. If you look through the Bible all the time, because God knows our frame, the psalmist said. He knew us before we were, he told Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1, that he, he knows that we are of dust. And that basically says he knows that we, we're, we need a lot of help. That's basically what he's inferring there, that he knows that we are dust. We need a lot of help. And so God always kept it simple. Uh, right or left, one scoop or two. I mean, he says there's two paths, a narrow path or a wide path. The narrow path is the one you want to find. It's hard and there's very few people are on it. And the wide path, it's easy and a lot of people are on it. It's leading to destruction. He said either either worship the, the God Yahweh or worship the gods of our forefathers, of Baal. 
Today, blessings are cursed. Today, life or death. Keep it simple, soldier. Because the number one weapon formed against us is confusion. Look at on the streets, the confusion, all the riots and all that. Look at the confusion on the news. Look at, If you don't know the spirit that is driving America today, then your eyes are closed. Because there's only two wills in this universe. There's God's will and the other will. Matter of fact, here's an interesting question for you. When did time begin? Isn't that a great question? Because God's eternal. So at some point, he hit the clock of time. But when did that happen? And I truly believe, and I've studied this, that their time began when there became more than one will. You've got to go to Ezekiel 28. You've got to go Isaiah 14. You know, the original sin was not man in the garden. That was man's original sin. But the original sin was in the heavenlies. When Satan, Lucifer, the most incredible creature ever made, the most powerful being ever created. Remember, he's still a created being. He's not the opposite of God. He's way lower than God. He's in a totally different dimension than God. But he is the most powerful creature. And so he said, I'm pretty hot. I look pretty good. Have you heard me when I open my mouth? There's like a chorus come out of it. So he said, I think I want to build my throne above yours, God. Ding. Start the timer because now time has begun. And so there's two teams. That's, you got to get that. And it doesn't matter which team you're on. That's between you and God. That depends on where you're going to spend attorney. It's not for me to decide. That's God decide. God chooses. God chooses some. God doesn't choose others. If you're not interested in God, it's probably because he didn't choose you. You're not one of his. No big deal. Uh, if you are, uh, then you are one of his. Uh, and if you're not, but you should be, then you'll find out soon enough, and you will be. I'm just telling you that's how it works. You, you, you just got to play along. And so if you're going to be on a team, you're going to have two roles on the team. You're either going to be the leader at certain times because leaders change on teams, or you're going to have to learn how to follow. And again, I teach team building. So go to likeitmatters.net. I have the most powerful team building training you'll ever experience in leadership adventure. So there's a cycle here. There's a leader follower action cycle. So number one, how to choose your contributions. Perceive the situation objectively. There are three questions all leaders ask themselves. Where are we now? Where are we going? And what will it take to get there and how long? The second thing, evaluate your ability to lead and or actively follow in terms of the situation. The third step is choose to lead or actively follow. Make a decision, will you? Either actively lead or actively follow. Whatever you do, do it actively. Do it consciously. Number four, identify contributions and specific action steps. What do you bring to the team? What are you going to do to advance the team? Number five, evaluate your contributions as it is now because times change. Boy, if you're, on, if you're on the same team you were on 20 years ago, your contribution should be a lot different. And the situation as is now is gravely different. And then number six, take action. Do something. Don't sit on the sidelines. Life is not a spectator sport. There are not stands for you in your arena of life. You are to be in the game. And depending on the situation, depending on the team, this entire process I just took you through, six steps, might only take 10 seconds or it might take a week. Each situation is unique unto itself, as is each member of the team. You're unique. And always take into account all things, data, uh, time allotted for decisions, team member personalities, uh, the time that we're in, not Kronos time, but Kairos time, safety, strengths, weaknesses of each team member. That's what we're talking about. And what you're noticing is that we're starting to create two different teams. 
And so I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, Jason Whitlock is a, uh, a black gentleman. He's conservative. He's a sports writer. He was with uh, uh, ESPN for a while, I think. Uh, was with Fox News for a while. Fox Sports, I should say. And now he's with uh, Outkick.com. Um, I got a two-minute clip. I think it's really important that you hear what this intelligent, conservative black man says. Why don't you play that clip? Today, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that ESPN anchor Sage Steele has told management that she believes she was excluded from a special uh, network uh, on the network that aired on race last month because she wasn't considered by certain black colleagues to be an authentic voice for the black community. Now, as the daughter of an army colonel, I know uh, she's spoken. Um, she's spoken out against kneeling for the anthem. So do you imagine it's rooted in that sentiment? Well, there's no question about it. Stay still is plenty black, and this whole conversation about black enough is, is a joke. Sage Steele's issue is she doesn't have the right message. And the message that ESPN wants and its black employees want is all one-sided. You can only have one point of view. It's really unfair for black people to put these types of limits on ourselves in terms of opening our mind to different ways of viewing the world. It's hard if you just, if as a black person, the thing I keep trying to explain in a lot of my columns on OutKick is like, hey, are we evaluating things through our religious faith? Many of us raised Christian. And are we abandoning our Christian beliefs in order to be a slave to a political point of view that's inconsistent with our Christian values. I don't know Sage Steele all that well. What I do know about her, and again, we're friendly, but I don't know her that well. Mm. Uh, what I do know about her, yeah. I think she has some religious faith and she stays consistent with those values. To her. somehow have that defined as not black enough is really frightening for African-Americans. Jason, thanks so much for your perspective as always tonight. Great to see you. And that that was Laura Ingram. He was on the show. Really, really powerful. And he, again, uh, he um, left Fox Sports, uh, and then he landed with OutKick. But here's a quote. You know, he put this in his debut column. Whitlock explained why he left, quote, the Speak for Yourself, which was his show. He said, and this is a quote, word for word. I'm not going to add anything. This is word for word. It's hard to me uh, to be me at a modern mainstream media company. The things that define me are under attack. Remember, we talked about the two teams. I want you to hear this. The things that define me are under attack. Social media has prioritized race, gender, sexuality, and political ideology well ahead of God and country. The mainstream media's addiction to social media traction does not comfortably accommodate someone with my beliefs speaking my truth. Social media defines my values as outdated, no longer healthy or useful. Major corporations, the lifeblood of the mainstream media, operate in fear of algorithms that act as social media lynch mobs. The punishment for failing to stick to the secular values promoted through social media is career execution by lethal algorithm. What a great writer. He says, let me be clear. No one at Fox Sports, ESPN, or the Kansas City Star, or anywhere else I've worked has ever asked me to say or write something I didn't believe. But the reality is the truths I explore, discuss, debate are problematic for organizations justifiably controlled by fear of social media whims. Don't you hear the two teams? You don't hear it yet? 
Well, let me break it down for you more. Let me go to the, the Word of Truth, Joshua 5. Joshua 5, by the way, is a great chapter. It's a short chapter. But you need to know that's when they're in the Promised Land. Uh, and they're getting ready to go to Jericho. Jericho has fortified walls. It's insurmountable, kind of like what's going on in America today. Insurmountable. And if you're a Christian today in America, uh, if you believe what Americans have believed for a majority of 200 years, you're outcast. It's insurmountable. And so you go to chapter 5 in Joshua. They're in the promised land. They just stepped over. They're getting ready to go to Jericho. And they don't know how they're going to defeat this well-fortified city. It's got massive walls. They can run chariots side by side on top of. And so let's go to uh, verse 13. It says, when Joshua was uh, by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, are you for us? Or for our adversaries. You see, even Joshua knew there's only two teams. Are you for us or are you for your adversaries, our adversaries? And he said, no, but I am the commander of the army of the Lord. Now I have come. Wow. What you're seeing there and hearing there is a Christophany. Let me give you the message Bible because it's a paraphrase. And then this, while Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw right in front of him a man standing holding his drawn sword. Joshua stepped up to him and said, whose side are you on, ours or our enemies? And he said, neither. I am the commander of God's army. Don't you hear it? Jo- the God wasn't going to be on Joshua's team or on the enemy's team. He was wondering if Joshua was going to be on his team. And that's what I'm saying. There are two teams. There are God's team and the other team. And either you're on God's team, and if you're not on God's team, you're automatically on the other team. I am black, and I'll be back. You know the thing. Business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. 
Get $5,000 of James Hardy siding for just $2,500 through this special offer from Archer Exteriors in this station. There's just one half-price James Hardy siding offer available. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and half-price offers, or call the station now. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. When I find myself in time of trouble, Mother Mette comes to me, speaking the words of wisdom, let it be. Amen. Let it be, let it be, let it be. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about pick a team. Ladies and gentlemen, too many people choose by not choosing. We're all going to be held accountable for our choices, even the ones you don't make. The Bible talks about sins. There's two types, sins of omission and sins of commission. Sins of commission are the things you do that you should not have done. Sins of omission are things that you didn't do that you were called to do. And a sin is a sin. God expects perfection. But you know what? You're either going to choose a team or you're going to be placed on a team. But you're going to be on a team because no man is an island, a rock unto himself. Remember, no man is Santa's land. Remember? <laughs> so whenever you hear me say no man is Santa's land, that's what I'm talking about, that we need other people. You know, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty smart. But without John, you would never hear me. And John's pretty good at pushing buttons and playing music and all that. But without me, uh, he'd be pushing buttons playing music. You could turn to a music station and get that. Thank See, you. it's the team, the both of us working together that deliver a great product. And by the way, it's not just John and I. There's an entire radio station there that people have to pay their bills so there's funding so they can be on the air. You got a general manager, Nick Anderson, who give a shout out to Nick. He's a great man over there in Minneapolis. You got an entire great team, Gary Borgadell, who goes out there and makes sure that people are on the radio and getting paid and all that. So there's a whole team besides John and I, although John and I are the ones bringing you the product. But without those other team members, there would be no ability to bring you the product in the form and fashion that we do it. So we all need to understand a team. It's time to pick a team. And it's either God's team or the other team. Remember I told you yesterday, and I'm sure again, that I had this friend, and we were friends a while back, and he's black, I'm white. We used to joke around about the whole oversensitivity issue of racial stuff. And I used to, my biggest thing, I used to say to him all the time, what, you don't like me because I'm black? Because that's my name. And we'd laugh and laugh and laugh. And he was conservative. Uh, and we'd talk about that stuff and we how stupid the other side was, all that. 
And so we go about eight years without a good, solid connection, although we're, we're looking at each other on LinkedIn, and he's got his own business in Louisiana doing some, some language stuff. And then he's I, I lost contact with him, so now he's not doing that anymore. It looks like he's working with a big Fortune 100 company and got a good, cush job. And so I reached out to him wanted to say, hey, buddy, we should get together again. I saw you're back in Texas. Let's get together. He said, yeah. And so that was a couple weeks ago. And then I didn't hear anything for a while, so I, I text him and say, hey, dude, I, you're probably busy. I'd love to reconnect with you, maybe get together for lunch or something. And then I don't hear back a couple days, and so I so you must be real busy, but when you get a chance, give me a call. Here's my private cell. And then after a couple days, and this was just two days ago he sent it to me, he said, uh, Black, uh, he said, hey, not too busy. Just to be honest with you, I find some of your comments around the Black Lives Matter narrative not only offensive but downright troubling. I believe in every individual's right to believe as they will, but I also believe in keeping people with their thoughts you have displayed on LinkedIn at a distance. Sorry if this offends you, but I take the issue very seriously, and I believe this issue is so important. Now, here's a successful black man who's grown up in the greatest country on the face of the earth, who has done well in society, done well in community. He's married to a white woman. I don't know if she still is, but it was before. I mean, he's all this. But yet, somehow, he got around people and thus started buying in the belief system uh, of this race war thing. And so my response back was not mean. And he said this, Jason, no, dude, it doesn't offend me. I knew that's why you were avoiding me. I'm the same guy, Jason, when, that we, I am that when we hung out. Just closer to God today. I said, God's my only purpose for living, period. You and I used to joke about all this racial silly stuff. And today, we're at opposite ends. I said, this is the power of the spirit that is not God the Father. See, he he picked a different team. Uh, I'm still on God's team. Uh, And as as Jason Whitlock said, there's absolutely no way, and I'm sorry, that you could be on God's team and be a part of this whole BLM movement. Uh, Because it's Marxist, it's racist, uh, it's like black liberation theology. Like Terry Crews said, it's not, of course, Black Lives Matter. Yes, Black Lives Matter. Some of my closest people I've worked with are Black Lives Absolutely. I believe, man, I treat people of color even better because I'm overcompensating because I feel bad about how some people treat them. Just like I know a lot of black people who think very lowly of white people. I've heard it and I've seen it. I mean, there are black people that don't want anybody of white to be in, in connected with their family at all. So racism is not a color issue. It's a human issue. People like people like themselves. And so you got to figure out which team you're on. And how do you know what team you're on? Because people wear jerseys where they look alike. How do you know what team you're on? Sometimes they speak a certain language. But today, you know how to know what team you're on? How you view this whole thing about school reopenings. I mean, there's this whole war now on school reopenings. And it's just stunning to me. Why don't you go ahead and play clip number three, please? This expectation of wanting all children to uh, conform to what this state view of education and and uh, perspective very much focused on the progressive left on what that should be. Stunning. So here's the team now. So the number one existential threat to the other team is Donald Trump. Uh, and if you don't know anything about the spirit world, uh, this is a spiritual battle. I have never seen the world hate somebody so bad. Now, I I thought a lot of people hated uh, George Bush. I mean, they really worked hard to destroy that man. But it is nothing compared to the vitriol. I mean, you got cities like Chicago and Portland, all just so that Donald Trump doesn't get any credit. They're letting their cities rot. 
They're letting him go to, I mean, just stunning anarchy. Why? Because they despise Donald Trump so much. They're afraid to take federal help. They're afraid to do all this because they despise Donald Trump. And I'm going to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, here's the truth. The truth will set you free, but first it's going to make you uncomfortable. That there are forces in this America today that the ends justifies the means. Because they believe, this is the belief system, is that Donald Trump is an existential threat, that they believe that whatever it takes to destroy him, including losing millions of jobs, including millions of people losing their homes, including setting back our children years and decades, we're already behind in the world. And now look at all the knowledge that's being lost on kids because they can't go to school. I'm not worried about my kids uh, getting COVID-19. God already knows if they die, how they die, when they die. God, there's no surprise meeting, emergency meeting of the Trinity. And to prove this point, I was watching, I don't know why, but MSNBC and Craig, um, what is it, Melvin? Is it Melville or Melvin? I, I watch Dateline, so <laughs> I think it's Craig Melvin. Uh, and so he has shows a clip from NBC. It's such a cool piece. And he has these five pedi- uh, pediatricians on there, these doctors. And, you know, CNN and MSNBC, they pick people who are friendly to their beliefs. And so I'll just read this article. I got it here from Randy DeSoto. So the look on MSNBC host Craig Melvin's face when all the doctors interviewed by sister network NBC News for a story said they would send their kids back to school amid COVID-19 pandemic (gasps) says much. As Melvin introduced the segment Monday featuring an NBC News story by medical correspondent Dr. John Torres, he stressed the importance of hearing from public health experts regarding the issue of reopening schools. Torres began the piece by saying the network reached out to five pediatricians from around the country to get their thoughts. And they were from California, Dr. Yvonne Maldonado, New Jersey, Dr. Shilpa Patel, Vermont, Dr. William Raska, New York, Dr. Jennifer Leiter, Tennessee, Dr. Buddy Seck, and all offered the same assessment. It's safe to to put their kids back in school. Can you believe that? In the U.S. population, just so you know, in the U.S., children make up 22% of the population, but kids account for only 2% of coronavirus. Make up 22%, almost one out of four, but they account for 2%. And the very end, the very end of that art thing, the show, this news reporter asked all five of those pediatricians that all had kids, would you be willing to risk putting your kids in schools if you're uh, recommending that's okay? Each one, all of them said, absolutely, no pause, without a doubt, immediately, yesterday, tomorrow. And you should have saw Craig Melvin's face. He said, five, oh, they, they all said yes. It's so stupid. Read the articles. School reopenings in Denmark did not worsen COVID-19, period. Local, ofi- just local officials, reports of COVID surge in infants are false. You hear this thing about Nooses, Texas? Read into it. There's no surge there. There's no, this is the team sport now. There is one side, one team in this country that has to keep chaos in this country. They have to keep America shut down so the economy crumbles. They can't let kids go to school. Why? Because that's the only way to take out Donald Trump. That's the only way. You got on the wrong team. If you think that way, if you're okay with our kids not going to school, the, the depression, the suicide, uh, the spousal abuse, the child abuse, uh, poor kids not getting food, not getting services, then you're on the wrong team, ladies and gentlemen. I just got to be honest with you. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. Maybe sleeping on the floor. 
So whether your kids will be back at school wearing masks or you're keeping them at home, one thing will stay the same. Back to school is expensive. So let us help. Enter the back to school sweepstakes. You could win $2,500 to help pay for school supplies and kids' clothing. Then your school gets an additional $2,500. Register for the back to school sweepstakes at freedom1570.com. That's freedom1570.com. Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Paul Bunyan is chopping prices on water heaters. Get a 40-gallon atmospheric water heater with installation by a certified technician for just $999, plus permit if needed. If you're having problems with your worn-out water heater, call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains for their $999 special.